Hello guys, what is up? My name is Dylan. Welcome back to the Popcorn Podcast. This is episode number eight. Very exciting episode for you guys. Uh, I have with me uh, a wonderful new guest uh, here to talk everything about uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So, Fontaine. Hello. Hi, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. It's very exciting to have you on. Cheers, thanks for having me. Uh, no worries. Would you uh, would you like to give your uh, give a little short intro and let the people know who you are? Uh, yeah. Um, well, my name is Fontaine. I go by Fonfon or Fonfonbon. Um, I'm an English French illustrator. I live in London, and I'm heavily inspired by anime and cartoons and animation. That's to put it. Put it lightly, yeah. For sure, Fontaine, I'm a big nerd. She, she is. So I thought we'd actually kick off this episode um, by sort of briefly talking about our respective relationships with animation and animated movies and shows over time. Fontaine, so like, when did you first get into animation? What are some of your favorites, generally speaking? Well, I feel I've been watching like uh, anything to do with animation since like being a little yeah. kid, basically. I mean, when I was younger, we only had like five channels growing up. So watching like stuff on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon was like just never happened. Yeah. So I had a very brief window to, to watch like anything animated. And um, uh, I feel like over the years, because like animation has such has been evolving so much over the years, I just feel like. Each year, I, I fall, fall more and more in love with it. Mm. So I've just—it's always been around, like mm. all the time, basically. That's awesome. some. What, what are some of your favorites? Like, what were some of your favorites growing up? What are some of your favorites now? Well, when I was younger, I used to really—well, uh, I used to watch a lot of anime. Mm. So it started off with like obviously like Naruto, Bleach, all that stuff, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel like when I started. Uh, when YouTube uh, actually came out and there was more of like a way to watch all that stuff, I was just like uh, watching a lot of like indie stuff, like stuff that's not in like, you know, not Disney, Pixar, yeah. DreamWorks. Not the mainstream stuff. Yeah, which yeah. is like delicious, mm. like some good stuff. Uh, but some of my favorites from growing up, uh, I really liked um, the early Disney stuff, you know, yeah. like the 2D animated uh, specifically. Mm. So, you know, you got your Bambi, uh, <laughs> you got... Um, Hercules, all yeah. that, as well as the music being like great, yeah. But the animation as well was like amazing, uh, and I love a lot of like the early DreamWorks stuff, like Spirit. Uh, what else is there? It's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I can't think of it right now, but yeah, I do love. It's just it's been like a lot basically. I do like it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, for me, like animation, like as I would assume with most kids, um, has always been there. Sort of growing up over the past. 20 years or so, 20, 23 years. Off the top of my head, like, if I were to select some of my animated favorites, like, all the sort of Disney stuff growing up, like, I, I uh, like The Incredibles, Nemo, Ratatouille. Oh. Um, I know I'm talking very mainstream stuff, but um, those are the kind of films that, uh, the animated films that I watched a lot as a kid. Of course, you can't forget, like, The Lion King, for example, Kung Fu Panda. As I was sort of growing up, if I was to watch animated films, a lot of the DC animated films are really slept on. Mm. Uh, people seem to have this idea with DC because some of the live action films haven't been the best. They've just sort of switched off yeah. from those stories completely. But um, if anyone is interested in like superheroes, uh, comic book um, uh, films, do not sleep on the DC animated films. Like some of my favorites are like The Flashpoint Paradox, Batman Under the Red Hood, those kind of films. Um, series wise, I used to watch a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles growing up as a kid. Love it. Um, very excited for the new one uh, coming out. Yep. Uh, the Batman animated series from the 90s, I think, is a perfect show. I think Avatar The Last Airbender 
perfect show. I love also uh, that they're kind of re- re- bringing it back. And yeah, it's going to be a reboot. So I'm just like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it does it does the 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 show some justice. Yeah, it's not Ang. It's it was well, it's not Cora, but it's like Ang. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, also, like uh, a couple years ago, I got into well, I, I never really used to watch anime whatsoever, but um, I got into Attack on Titan mm. briefly for a bit, um, and I think that's absolutely terrific. But I think because we we were talking about this yesterday, because there's such big time gaps between when they can make the or when they've made the seasons yeah there's an issue of like just losing investment overall but it's definitely a show i need to return to at some point um i remember seeing like spirited away when i was younger but i don't really remember it that well i definitely need to give it a rewatch and i've um i really like your name as well Mm. that's just beautiful um so yeah like generally speaking i don't think i've had as much of a rich animated background as you like nowhere near but i you know i grew up with some you've of the seen, classics and yeah you've seen the good stuff like yeah if you've seen like i was gonna say like the anything studio ghibli is just magical yes like um the the guy uh he's able to create like these amazing worlds that you feel like f- fully immersed in mm. and the stories as well they're just like like straight out of a, a fairy tale basically yeah. which i love i should have said that like <laughs> i grew up watching studio ghibli yeah uh, and spirit away is like one of the best yeah i need to do a studio ghibli like just run through i think I, i'm gonna do it this time. i'm gonna sit down yeah. and just go through all of the films it's gonna be days yeah but you're gonna love it yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so um i think we should give some context to the people on what we thought about the first spider-verse film into the spider-verse so um fontine let's Take us through when you first saw the film. What were your initial thoughts on Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, well, I, you know, it's so funny. Originally, I actually didn't really want to watch it because, you know me, I'm not like yeah. a massive like superhero fan. I, I like the old stuff, like the old Marvel stuff because, um, well, not Disney, yeah. basically. Because uh, I felt like it was more like catered to like uh, kids and adults. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't going to watch it. And then my friend was like, hey, I've got you a ticket. Let's go see it. Blew my mind. Mm. Like, literally, I was not expecting it. It was, like, everything that I have, like, for, like, animation, like, I have categories, all the boxes were ticked. Oh, like, wow. it was just, yeah. like, beautiful. And it really does pay homage to the the medium of animation. Mm. Um, it just felt so refreshing. And I, I genuinely think it has changed uh, animation as an industry. Yeah. So, I, I like I said, I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's definitely, it was a groundbreaking film. I remember, I'd, I'd say, if I'm being completely honest, I don't think I truly appreciated animation until I saw mm. Into the Spider-Verse back in 2018. It was one of those ones where I, I discovered it and I was like, it's part of a new sort of wave of films yeah. that are not sort of doing what Disney and DreamWorks are doing, you know, with all the photorealism, but yeah. instead exploring new styles completely and sort of really building up this new sort of this entirely new wave of animation, which I think is just incredible. Well, the main thing for me is, like, they just had fun. Like, yeah. you could tell that the people working behind it were having so much fun making it. Because a lot of the time when I hear about, like, if you've got a studio and they're working on something that they're not, like, really want to work on, you it, you can see it in the animation. Absolutely. But in Spider-Verse, it was like, you can tell. Yeah, like, the creators have so much passion. Every yeah. Like, their, their love and the passion for the character as well. Like, it's just oozing off every oh, single frame. 100%. Uh, I think, like, as someone who just adores comic book films, I know you're not, you, you, you say you've had a sketchy relationship with comic book films over time, but as someone who adores comic book films, as someone who adores Spider-Man, mm. Into the Spider-Verse showed me things like a level of visual dynamism and technical prowess that I just, I couldn't have imagined in my wildest dreams. Yeah. Like it was 
truly an experience. An awakening. <laughs> yeah, a literal moving comic. Yeah. That is, that is what it is. That's the best way I could, like, anyone could describe it. It really does kind of, um, like, create its own genre, yeah. basically. Because uh, yeah. I, I don't really see a lot of, like, animated movies that are about, like, superheroes who have been, like, from comics that are actually in a comic style. Yeah. With, like, the fonts and, like, yeah. the kind of... Um, the what's it called the the lines and mm. it just it just felt so refreshing to, yeah. to see it anyways for sure and like the fact that it's all st like it's so crazy and wild but it's all grounded mm. by characters and ultimately like this coming of age story that so many people can relate to mm. um which i think was amazing i think like for me if you've ever dreamt of being spider-man as a kid into the Spider-Verse, like, lets you live that dream. Yeah. Um, There's a Spider-Man for everybody. Yeah, like Miles says at the end of the film, like, uh, anyone can wear the mask. You can wear the mask. Yeah. And, like, that really, I remember that really touching a nerve with me. Um, and that is why, I know this is, might be a bold statement, that, but this, I think that is why Into the Spider-Verse, for me, might just be my favorite animated film, like, ever. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, maybe up until last week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Let's talk about Across the Spider-Verse then. Let's mm -hmm. let's let's delve straight into it. Yeah. So uh, to give you guys a brief plot synopsis, actually, just before I do that, we are going to be talking spoilers for um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, guys. So please, if you haven't seen the film, I implore you to go and check it out. It is fantastic. A masterpiece. Yes, it's f it's it's brilliant. Go and check the film out and then come and return to this conversation at a later time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for a plot synopsis on uh, Across the Spider-Verse. So after reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Miles Morales, Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, is catapulted across the multiverse where he encounters a team of Spider-People charged with protecting its very existence. But when the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles finds himself pitted against the other Spider-Men and women and must redefine what it means to be a hero so that he can save the people that he loves the most. So, uh, Fontaine, I think uh, given both our praises for Across the Spider-Verse, uh, for Into the Spider-Verse, would it be safe to assume that you had quite big expectations going into this film? Yeah, I definitely. I feel like whenever a sequel comes out, like in my head, I'm always like, don't try and make it feel like it's going to be better than the yeah. other one but I feel like we all kind of do it's been mm. a few years like the the software's changed yeah. like uh, they've discovered new things uh, so I kind of did have like an expectation already going in but I gotta say as soon as I watched it like all those expectations like there was just so much to it you know mm. and even like the day afterwards um like thinking about it I was just like I felt so honored to like be in that room on like opening night watching it and being yeah. like I'm witnessing for the, this for the first time with everyone else in the room. Yeah. Like, obviously, the ending, you can... We'll, we'll get to that, but... Like, we'll get there. There was, like, cheers, there was clapping, yeah. there was crying. It's, <laughs> it's, I, I teared up a bit mm -hmm. during the film. We'll get to that in just a little bit. But, yeah. yeah, I teared up a little bit. I went into this film with pretty massive expectations, despite there being such a big gap since the first one. I think it's been, like, what, five years? Yeah. Something like that? I think it's, like, eight, 2018. Yeah, 2018. I had massive expectations because for me, Into the Spider-Verse, like I said, it's my favorite animated film. So I just didn't know how this one was going to beat the first one. I yeah. like I, I would have assumed like the the visuals and the the animation stuff would have been like improved on and even more uh, and, and whatnot. I, I didn't even know how they were going to improve it because like I said, the first one is pitch perfect. Unbeatable. Um, exactly. Um, but then I, I was unsure whether or not the story was going to live up to the first and um guys when i walked out of this the the cinema um last week i was just completely flawed i uh, like whenever a film leaves me like that like it's just 
Uh, it's just amazing to to have that, like have your expectations not just met, but even maybe potentially surpassed. I need to think oh, about yeah. it even more. I need to give it another rewatch. But um, yeah, I mean, like what a beautiful like love letter to all animation fans, all Spider-Man fans. I, I said this over on my letterbox, but from from what I've seen, uh, this which is probably not that much in comparison to you, Fontaine, but for me, like from an animated standpoint, I think this is the greatest animation film ever made. Like I, I think, yeah. It honestly, in terms of like the the animation, it it really is. Like I was even gonna say the way this movie, it it's it's so different from the first. Like with the story and visually, yeah. Because I can definitely feel like they've had they've experimented so much more. They know what they're dealing yeah. when it, when it comes to software. But it was like the colors, mixed media, like. There were some scenes with uh, the villain Spot. Yeah. Whereas, like, they were talking about his sorry his backstory. Yes. And it was in like this beautiful like two D black yeah. and white kind of style. And I was like, when that first came on, I was like, <laughs> am I am I still watching the same movie? Like, is this yeah. is this real? And like every single scene, especially like the very emotional scenes we were talking about the other day, you could you could feel the emotion not from the characters but from, from the whole environment. Yeah. It was like the environment was weeping with us. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. Was, it was just I don't know. It was so refreshing. It's, uh, like the the film actually we'll get we'll get on to this in a second but I was going to say like going into the animation and the whole and the whole filmmaking behind this film how does it step it up from Into the Spider-Verse I think like just the range of animation styles on display through this film is just, like it felt like Across the Spider-Verse was like making a statement yeah. with its with its like in in the best possible way. Like I'd say like if aliens were to come down to the planet tomorrow or something and you know they uh, the only way we could save the human race was to like show them our finest artistry. I might pick Across the Spider-Verse <laughs> to, to 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 show them, you know. And show I, me a masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> I I like I seriously, I genuinely feel sorry for all the upcoming anima- animated films this year. Mm-hmm who are going to have like Oscar campaigns and um, whatever and like uh, campaigns for the um, award seasons yeah. next year when they see like Across the Spider-Verse like you know like the, the John Bernthal punisher me like wait 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 no 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 no, no. <laughs> well, let me tell you something let me tell yeah, you something it's going to be rough like, yeah it's it is it is it is I remember watching um, Into the Spider-Verse and just being blown away by the like what is now one of my all-time favorite movie um, ever moments in a comic book film which is the whole um what's up danger moment oh. where Maya was like he jumps off the building and he finally like takes that first yeah. leap of faith and I, I just wanted to say about that scene as yeah. well which is is gorgeous is when he's falling it's uh, if you flip it it's like he's ascending yeah yeah like it's it's, it's <laughs> chills dude chills R- literal <laughs> chills i don't think i can ever watch that film uh, or that scene for uh, and not just Tear up, no. so it's like get goosebumps. I remember rewatching it in prep for the for the new one, and just ah, it still it uh, feels like the first time. Like, just even talking it. about that moment is just <laughs> I can hear it, I can see it. Yeah, um, I wanted a needle drop moment like that in this one, like beforehand, um, so badly, uh, but we didn't get it. But I was not disappointed whatsoever because, like I said, the range of dis- animation uh, styles on display here is just crazy yeah so like let's do a rundown of those styles then so um first up we obviously have like the miles morales original universe style mm. which was from the first spider-verse film which you can tell has been like worked on a little bit more and still feels but still feels sort of s- s- the, the same similar to how it was in the previous film gorgeous stuff yeah. like there are some great uh shots of miles and gwen you know the upside down shot yeah 
Beautiful the, well, stuff. even when they're just traveling through the city, I was going to say, yeah. like, I mean, it, it, they did it in the first movie, but there is nothing in the city that doesn't feel like dead. Like, yeah. You know, the, it's a bustling city. You kind of know that it's like it's America and you know, yeah. it's like busy city, all that stuff. The city is very much a character. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, alive. Yeah. You know, and that's what I, I love about it as well. But also like the scenes where I was, um, was it Gwen and Miles were swinging through the city? Yeah. It was just like with the music as well. It just it's so harmonious. Like. <sighs> It's just good stuff. It's, it's literally, it's filmmaking at its finest. Yeah, definitely. Sure. You can tell that there was a lot of like, with the storyboarding, like even to just trying to get, because so much happens, especially in the action sequences in this yeah. movie, so much happens within like a second. To storyboard that, you've probably got like 10 pages for one second. Yeah. And it's just like so much thought. Yeah. Like everything you see has a reason for it being there. Yeah, absolutely. Which, which I love it's about it. It's so, animation. so nuanced. Every single moment is thought out like, to the max, yeah. it's it's crazy. And then we have the uh, we have Spider uh, Spider Gwen's universe style, which we were also we were briefly talking about yesterday. It's the first sort of world we're pulled into. Like mm -hmm. the, the the film opens with with Gwen this time, uh, and closes with uh, Gwen. And it was described by Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who were the writers, as this sort of like mood ring. Mm. So where like the the colors, like we were talking about yesterday, they change to sort of reflect Gwen's yeah. emotions. Yeah. Like when she's uh, having that emotional moment with her dad, we were talking about like the colors literally melting. Yeah. Like it was like strawberry and blueberry, strawberry and like uh, bubblegum ice cream. That, that's yeah, what it felt like. That's like, true. I mean, even talking about that scene where she did say to him that I'm, I'm Spider Woman yeah. and that stuff, you could see the dad, um, there was like different shots of him where where it was like you could see he was like um, there was a lot of emotion going on. They yeah. changed the lighting, they changed the perspective, and you could like you felt like you were also kind of like a part of the family and like oh yeah. my god, like even though we know she is like Spider Woman, it felt also like damn shit. It's, it's, it's a massive moment. Yeah, we're yeah. being told this for the first time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then we have uh, Spider Man 2099's Nueva New York style. Very. Cool. Uh, which we spend a lot of the film in, and it was uh, replicated as how comic books depict the future, from the from the buildings to the sort of urban landscape, right down to uh, Miguel O'Hara's suit, mm -hmm. like the way he he moves. Um, instead of like um, organic webs, he has these sort of like uh, neon red, like glowing web shooters, yeah. which is super cool. Well, I was I was gonna say one of the scenes that is is only like two seconds, <laughs> but I love it so much is when he he jumps in the air and you can see the webs working. They like they slow so, down yeah. the scene and it feels so intimidating. It's like you actually got yeah. scared. Yeah. Like, is he a good guy? Is he mm. a bad guy? He he is quite a presence in the film for sure. We yeah. we'll get onto him in a bit. Yeah. Um, we even take a trip to Spider Man. India's universe style, the Love fictional it. city of Mumbatan, uh, which is meant to be an amalgamation of Mumbai and Manhattan. New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was a really interesting set piece. Mm -hmm. I remember watching that, and all, all the all these Spider-Man India, Miles, Gwen, and uh, was it Punk Spider-Man? Yeah, they were all working together in this one big set piece. Incredible stuff. And that was when I was like, okay, we finally st we were like starting to explore the Spider-Verse. Yeah, because because I remember when when the film opened with Gwen, I I, I noticed I was like, this is not the same animation style as yeah. you know Into the Spider-Verse. I was like. Is the whole film going to be like this? Is this the new look of the film? And then, no, no, it's not. And then we went to Miles' um, universe. 
And then we start going on this adventure and then it goes into yeah. Spider-Man India's universe. I was like, oh, okay. So now, like, so every universe is going to have its own unique style. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like you were saying with, like, the original um, where Miles lives. Um, yeah. Like, it's its own character. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. All these places are their own character. And like I was saying with the, was it the Mumbatan? Yeah. It's so alive. Like, there's so many things going on. Like, if you were to, like, probably pause, like, every one second, yeah. you'd see something new, something you'd never seen before. And it's like, people going about their lives it's like, actually crazy when you put this into perspective on how much like work goes into these kind of films 100%. it's 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 amazing well a lot of the times in these in these movies like because each character has its own model like yeah. all of these characters that you see in the background which is like hundreds thousands or whatever yeah they they have their own model yeah they have they've been programmed individually yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's just like how much work has like, how many years have just been spent on making the characters yeah like alone yeah which, it's it, it's mind. crazy. I remember when, a little bit off topic, but I remember when um, I was looking at the behind the scenes for Lord, the Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers, mm. when they shot the Helm's Deep a battle, which is the longest battle recorded on film, or up until when Game of Thrones broke that. But like, um, I remember they gave the orcs, the, the Urukais, their own like code. And it was their own little animation mm. for every single one of them. And I was like, wow, that's, that's crazy. Like it's... all of these are individual beings moving randomly and by themselves and it's random but it's also like not at the same yeah, time yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's, yeah it's no, crazy it is it is um and then of course we have uh spider punk's uh universe uh animation style um which might be the most sort of out there mm. style in the film um and the most different from the others um it's very much this sort of like cut and paste hand-drawn glued together vibe uh glued together vibe that evokes the look of punk rock star, uh, mm. punk rock posters from experimental artists. So apparently, also the jacket that he wears is a different frame rate to the rest of his character, yeah. Uh, as well, which just makes the whole the whole character feel like really visually disjunctive, mm -hmm. which is so so cool. Well, it goes with goes with his character, yeah, right? With the yeah, theme, like it's and, punk rock. Yeah, and Daniel Kaluuya voices him as well. Loved it. I think as soon as I heard him, I was yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Um, yeah, and lastly, we have, um, you briefly mentioned this, but the, the spots mm. animation style, which is described as a living painting, highlighting how his body is very much in liquid state. Yeah. There's this very sort of unstable and unpredictable quality to this as he's basically just covered in these micro portals. That was beautiful. Oh, I love yeah. it. I mean, it's, it's funny how quick uh, he's introduced into the movie. Because like a lot of the time yeah. with villains, it's like, uh, not like halfway, but like quarter way, yeah. halfway, then you start start getting the gist with this well he was technically introducing the first one right that is yeah true. yeah it's true i mean he's as soon as like uh spider-man showed up he's just like right i've yeah. got a word with you yeah like uh, which i loved i also kind of love how like clumsy like he's new to being a villain so he's not all like he doesn't really know yeah. what he's doing he doesn't have much control his whole his, his base the majority of his arc in the film is him trying to make spider-man take him seriously yeah, villain. yeah. Literally. but i feel like the end of the the movie's definitely been taken a lot more seriously oh for sure but i also love the uh design like you said of, of spots because it's um his anatomy is so different from what you would see in like usual uh, yeah. animated movies it's kind of just like uh you can tell that he's like inspired by very 
different types of like uh, anatomy. Like his arms are really skinny. While yeah. He's like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's kind of blocky in in, in his middle, yeah in his torso. Yeah, torso. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like really interesting. And also, I mean, like uh, I saw some. Uh, it's not something I discovered myself, but you know uh, when he's like levitating in the air and his shoulder goes like that. Yeah. It's basically if you go back to the first movie when uh, Miles uh, graffitied on the wall. Uh, Spots is in the same position oh. as the graffiti. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like, it's not like short, uh, foreshadowing, but I was like, that is, that's that, that is pretty cool. St- yeah, some interesting stuff I didn't really notice until like afterwards. But I just, yeah, I really like the, the anatomy. The okay, I'm, I'm watching Into Spider Verse again. <laughs> yeah. I have to do it now. Yeah. No, but just, I think like that is like the animation with this film that I feel like that's this film's main triumph for yeah. sure. Like I was just, I feel like it's definitely going to inspire a new generation of. Uh, artists, oh, animators, definitely. creators. Um, I think it definitely it has that kind of impact to it. Yeah, I mean, like um, if, if we're going back to like the first, sorry to no, 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 no. Uh, if it's going back to the first uh, into the Spider Verse, like I was saying, it is revolutionising yeah. the animation industry. If you if you look back on uh, Puss in Boots that recently came yeah. out, if you look back on like the original Puss in Boots or the Shrek, like you were saying, it's very realistic. They want to realistic. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, want yeah. it to look re- like it could exist in this world, but. With this animation now, it's more just art. Like yeah. it's 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 actually just being creative about it. Like go go have fun, which is the main thing. Exactly. That's one of the reasons I love the new Puss in Boots movie because it was so different mm. from what I'd seen before. Uh, I want to say like not the style is the same, but like the way they use colors. It's definitely been inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I haven't seen. There's also that film, the uh, Mitchells versus the Machines. I haven't seen. Apparently, that's also somewhat yeah similar, but like it it doesn't go for like the kind of like usual animation. At, at, yeah. Uh, what they would use typically, like you know, Pixar Dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is it's nice to see. Like, and I also did love Mitchells and the Machine. Maybe not so much for like the animation itself, but I just love the humor in it. Yeah, like, it was it was. Fun. I, I I definitely need to, to 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 check it out. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought like that. Just vi- visually, this film it was so overwhelming, but it in like in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, if you go back and just look at any frame, there's so much going in yeah. uh, going on in just one still image. But somehow these guys, these creators, these storytellers are still able to sort of house it all in, like to have it all under like the same roof and not lose focus of like the heart and the the, the story and these characters. What it's actually about, which yeah. is like paying homage to the Spider-Man. Like, uh, and, oh, absolutely. And, and the fans. Absolutely. Like. And uh, yeah, speaking of which, um, let's talk about the characters then this time around. So um, Miles, Miles, what do, what do we think about Miles Morales in this film? Well, he's he's definitely grown up a lot. I mean, yeah. maybe not in terms of like his personal life because he still doesn't take school that yeah. seriously. I mean, how could you? He's Spider-Man's full-time job. Yeah. Um, but he's grown so much as like a character in terms of like he knows his duty now yeah. and he's like he's very uh like serious about it. He's got a lot on his shoulders basically. Yeah. Uh, but also at the same time, he's kind of like got this uh, comedy about him that is very much like um. Uh, it chills the mood down. Like, you know, yeah. if there's a serious moment, like a character can say something and then just mellow the scene out. Yeah. Uh, which I, I find a lot with Miles, like he's on both ends. Like he can be really serious, but he can also be like lighthearted, uh, lighthearted and funny. Oh, for sure. Like there's even, like the whole thing with his um, with his dad's promotion party <laughs> and he's late to that and he messes that whole thing up. And then like, there's just a couple of minutes of just him looking out onto the New York landscape. And it's so like, it just... Like, there's so much going on beforehand, and then it just slows the film down. It's yeah. such a nice sort of moment to breathe. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, with animated films, 
a lot of the time, I just I don't feel like we get that enough. Like um, those real sort of human moments mm-hmm. where that the, you're you're just you're just there and you're just watching a character not necessarily do anything, but like it's in those moments where you can really sort of build that build that bond. Yeah. I feel like I was entertained by Miles a lot during this film, um, and I wasn't really sure what his arc was gonna be. Uh, until towards the end where he's like where he you know he goes into the Miguel's universe and he learns all these things about the Spider-Verse mm. and whatever and then he decides no I'm gonna be the the, the maker of my own destiny destiny essentially and, and I can would, do both I don't wanna yeah. just do the one thing I can do I can save everybody <laughs> yeah um, and that aspect of it like I was like oh shit like that really hooked, hooked me and I think mm-hmm. like I think because this is part one of two yeah. his arc is just his, is over the two films yeah. so there is a, a sense of incompletion there obviously but like yeah I, I love the character a lot um, I feel like Obviously, this film, like I just said, when compared to Into the Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse definitely has a more sort of conclusive story. Mm-hmm. Like it has a beginning, middle and end whilst there's room to expand on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Whereas, of course, this is, of course, it's a part one. So Gwen, Gwen this time, I was really impressed with mm-hmm. um, the choice to, like we said, open and close the film with her. I feel like this is as much Gwen's story as it is Miles this time around. Yeah. Her relationship with like her dad like not to even not not to get all like fast and furious but this like the like the core of the film one of it being like family mm-hmm. um Gwen's relationship with her dad Miles's relationship with his parents yeah. it's it's a lot uh, a lot of people can 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 very much relate to that especially kids like these days you know which is great as for Miles and Gwen's relationship um I do like this whole idea that they've brought in that in every other universe, they end up together, and it doesn't ev- work out. And the other universes, it just doesn't work yeah, out. Yeah. And maybe like this is like the Amazing Spider-Man two in me, but there is like a real sense of tragedy there, mm-hmm. um, which I think is like really brave to do in a kids' film. In a kids' film, <laughs> um, like this idea that their coin is still spinning, yeah. I think is really really great. Um, as for the new characters, uh, let's talk about the new characters. The spot. What do we think about the spot? As uh, him as a villain, uh, I I love him. Like I think he sh- he needs to be treasured. Put him in your pocket. <laughs> take him yeah. around with you. Uh, it's just like like I was saying. It's so nice to kind of see like a villain, uh, villain, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a villain that like at first has no clue what he's doing, yeah. and then by the end of it, he's just like, I just don't like that spider yeah. Like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna screw him up basically. Yeah. Uh, but I it was interesting to see his like character development as well because um, he started off mainly it's like a yin and yang kind yeah. of thing that's how I saw the spots it's like originally he was mainly like the white with the odd uh, few black spots which was kind of like peaceful but he still had like bad intentions yeah but by the end of it, it was like full bad intentions, yeah. like and maybe a little bit of remorse here and there. Yeah. But it was like such a character change. Um, love him, great, great him. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't know. Like, I just didn't think. I'll be honest. I didn't think that they were gonna make him like the main sort of villain on paper. Yeah. Like at the start, I was like, oh, is this a bit of like um, like comic relief here and there? I did. I just, I did, really didn't know how big they were gonna go with this character. But obviously, by the end of it. A lot happens. Like, I just wish we got a little more of him in the film. Yeah, I, a little bit, but I feel like with the next movie, yeah, like then obviously, like you said, there's yeah. gonna be a part two. Um, I feel like he definitely will have his screen time. Yeah, like, no, no, for sure. That's why I'm like, I'm not disappointed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought he was a gr- I thought he was a great addition to this film. I think I I, I love Jason Schwartzman who voiced him. I think he's he's great. Um, Spider Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara. 
is another big character introduced. Oh, the uh, fans love him. I have been waiting <laughs> so long to see Spider-Man 2099 in, in a, a Spider-Man yeah. film. I think he's voiced brilliantly by yeah. Oscar Isaac. It's kind of got like this, I don't want to say like emotionless, but he's like, he's got a job to do. He's got a job to do, exactly. He's, do it. he's been through it all. And uh, yeah, he, he's the boss. Yeah. He's the boss. He's such a badass as well. <laughs> so cool. Uh, he's, the character he, design is yeah, so sick. He, so. He's, yeah, he's so cool. He's simul simultaneously terrifying at the yeah. same time. Like the stuff that you were saying where they slow down his movements and everything. It just You're seeing it from Miles' perspective, like with the whole Spidey sense and, and whatnot. And mm -hmm. if you're seeing this massive guy for the first like, time, the first like time Miles. yeah, yeah. Um, it's brilliant I thought he was a, he was a terrific character his backstory as well like oh, most, tragic like, like most Spider-Man uh, backstories are, are, are tragic we don't have time to go into every single char new character but like yeah. just to briefly mention all the other not all the other Spider-Man variants but a lot of the other Spider-Man variants in this film I mean we have Spider-Man 2099 we have Spider-Man uh, Spider Punk we have Spider-Man India we have Spider-Bite which is the Tec technical one yeah insomniac's playstation spider-man makes an appearance when i saw that i was like oh my god <laughs> uh iron spider manga spider-man yep. spider cat spider rex metro boom in spider-man metro boom who he of course did the soundtrack this yeah. time around uh the scarlet spider which is the really ripped one yeah um uh, Lego Spider-Man. <laughs> I love that scene, by the way. It's and, so uh, funny. Yeah, and uh, even Andrew and Toby make uh, an appearance in this film. I, I'm sorry, guys. I, I'd like it. It's just they have an in, they have an ability to instantly just make me cry on cue. Um, but yeah, just what a just a w wonderful love letter to all all of us Spider-Man fans. I mean, it was like I was saying earlier, like there is a Spider-Man for everybody. Yeah, like, you absolutely. Know, like there's a cowboy Spider-Man, T-Rex Spider-Man, like it's, yeah. it's for everybody. Out of the new characters and your new Spider-Man, who would you say like your, your, your pick for your favorite was? Oh my God. I mean, I really, I love punk rock yeah. Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> I just, I, I love how much he was just like, he's got time for anything. And yeah. at the end he was just like, I don't even want to be here yeah. anymore. I don't stand for what you, you guys believe in. Uh, and I'm really excited to see him in the next one because obviously he's going to make a comeback. He's joining the original the original group, yeah. which is nice, you know, like uh, Sp uh, Spider Pig, yeah, Peter B. Parker, the the noir, yeah, uh, uh, Nicholas Cage is uh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was watching this movie. I was like, where, where are these guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love them. I miss them from the first one. So yeah. when I saw them at the end, I was just like. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Yeah, we're going to war, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like to just like sort of tie into the, the like the themes of the film. I felt like the first film was very much about like finding your place in the world, finding your identity, yeah. finding your your footing as as Spider Man. Um, but the second film um, is what it actually means to be Spider Man, um, and like the thing that really got me with this film, Fontaine, was like it, it's been a while since I've seen a Spider Man film really challenge the the ideology of. Uh, of what being Spider-Man is. Mm. Like the last time the, a film did that like this well was Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2, which in my opinion is like still my personal favorite Spider-Man film. Yeah. Like this whole idea of like what being the hero, what being the spider means for the man. Yeah. Um, the responsibility. The responsibility. The and like... Sacrifices. Yeah, exactly. Like Miguel literally says, it's a sacrifice to be Spider-Man. And like the whole theme of like the acceptance of loss and trauma and that just being an inevitable part of life. And like bad things are gonna happen to all of us, but those are the things that are gonna shape your character. Mm -hmm. I just, I think is like an incredible message and theme to have. As, and it's really um, a mature theme to have 
in once again like i said so-called a kid's film mm-hmm. um i just thought that was terrific uh, i also really enjoyed how the, the, they, they they sort of brought into this this idea of like how miles's origin um of spider-man like was this anomaly and like how that affected like and how like that changed the consequences of all the other yeah. universes he wasn't supposed to he be. wasn't supposed yeah. to be um and like what the dangers of like breaking this canon is mm-hmm. um like i actually wanted to say sorry uh, the nerd in me just came out <laughs> so you remember like the in the first one uh, there was actually like uh we could see that the spider wasn't actually supposed to be in that universe because it starts glitching in the yeah. first one and i was yeah, just yeah, like yeah. I, have they have they planned this? Has, has this been planned? Yeah. Do they know what they're doing? Yeah, I, this is the thing. Now I just want to rewatch and I want to go through and get all the Easter yeah. eggs now. See, I I mean I didn't watch the 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 first one like uh I well I saw it like a few years ago. I yeah. haven't seen it since. But like now I'm just like I can't I just want to go wish back. I yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, watched yeah. it again like but I'm uh, listen like watching across the Spider-Verse still like even if you hadn't seen the first one in a long time you picked up like straight yeah, away yeah no for sure they 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 do a really good job of fill, filling you in I just love like the whole narration is very meta like mm-hmm. oh let's do this one more time yeah. the th- just talking to the audience it's really great storytelling and filmmaking yeah but yeah no I just thought like just to sort of summarize on a whole what like what were your what, what did you feel towards across the spider verse in comparison to the to, to the first one where do they sit with with you in comparison to each other uh well i do feel like they're like even though they are like spider-man like it is a sequel uh they're two very completely different yeah. movies like the first one like you said is very much like setting up the environment setting up like the universe and then the second one is like really getting into the lore of it you mm. know um but like uh from like an appreciating animation and stuff there was such a difference like they really like the first one they were like yeah be creative about it but this one they were like go full yeah like do whatever you want like we will give you all you need to just have fun with it and uh yeah i i mean like there is such a difference between the first and the second if people aren't thinking about watching the second i'd be like you better yeah like it is it's it's so worth it and i mean like for yeah, so how long is it? Two, two it's like two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, I did not even. I felt like, it, it went like that. The pacing is incredible. <laughs> yeah. it, it flew. It literally, there's there's not a moment where like you're not like you're not seeing something you haven't seen before. Yeah, or you're like learning things. It's just I loved it. Yeah, very eye opening. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I yeah, and then of course we have Beyond the Spider Verse coming. I think next year, twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Um, which. which is insane because I mean usually when it when these animated movie com- comes out it, it takes a really long time yeah. years literally so they might have they, just been working on it simultaneously yeah, yeah. probably yeah. which is like insane to me like how big is the the crew basically yeah like, it's, it's they're, they're probably work. working as we're speaking right now <sighs> I wish I was there <laughs> yeah no for me though I think like across the spider us um I think just the fact that it even holds up to the first one is just incredible yeah um it's almost like this miracle that's that's just happened because like i said beforehand i just didn't see i just just didn't know how it was going to be as good Mm. um i do think the first one like i said it is obviously a more complete story and it's able to stand on it by itself much better than this one just because the story is incomplete Uh, speaking of which the ending of the film when miles goes into what he thought was his own universe but ends up being the universe where he you know he wasn't bitten by a spider well, but plot, inst- twist. plot like, twist exactly he's now the prowler he's the prowler of, now yeah. that uh, blew my mind i'm uh, not i was not expecting it at all but, yeah like, it was very much like they knew what they knew what they, what they were doing in terms of just trying to get like a reaction from us yeah like, they wanted us to be really like 
plot twist. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. So different. Uh, I, I loved it. Yeah, it's. I'm, I'm really interested to see how they're going to kick the next one off. With oh, 100 percent. I'm sure we're going to see uh, the other miles again. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, 100. Um, just to sort of conclude, I was gonna, I was gonna bring up something that I saw earlier this year. So, I remember when watching the Oscars earlier this year, Guillermo del Toro, who of course directed Pinocchio, in his winning speech at the Oscars, he stated that animation is not a genre. You know, um, Fontaine, I was going to ask you, to, to, to anyone who might be put off seeing Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, or any of the animated greats, what would you say, what would you say to them if, if, they're, if they're being put off by just the fact that it's an animated film and they, you know, they don't think that they can yeah. connect with it as much? Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of... When, when you're younger, it's just like our kids watch cartoons. Yes. Um, I've seen so many different types of animated movies where, where, where it's just, uh, for kids or adults. There is always going to be something out there animated for you yeah. that you will love. You might even fall in love with. Uh, like, for example, uh, a movie that came out last year, which I love and I've watched like maybe 20 times, is called Unicorn Wars. You were telling me about this. And yeah, yeah. it's a French and Spanish collaboration, uh, which is it's an animated movie, but it is not for kids. Like, mm. it definitely takes the idea of animation as a medium to its extreme. Yeah. With like having these really cute, like cuddly teddy bear characters, like just guttering unicorns mm. basically it is it is a what like, sounds traumatizing it is a bit uh i you know this is uh part of what i love doing you said you watched it 20 times <laughs> yeah i, I love <laughs> in terms of like animation yeah. like it really it, it has so many inspirations like you can tell it's been inspired by like studio ghibli yeah there's even like some audio stuff in there like uh it's not animation but like annihilation it, yeah for me used like auditory kind of horror really yeah well. I remember the annihilation, yeah, like the like, score, the, the the noises. Yeah, oh my it's, god, yeah. it's creepy. They they do that as well in Unicorn Wars. And yeah. It really sets the tone. Like there is, uh, there's a lot of blood, guts, gore, whatever. Mm. But it's 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 an anti-war movie. Basically, yeah. it's about like, oh, people think going to war is great and all this, but it's actually the worst thing ever. Mm. And there are some scenes in there, like you know, they take drugs in the forest. They're like fighting each other. There's unspeakable things happening yeah but it's it very much like it made me so excited for the future of animation because it's now like animation is for everybody yeah. it's not just for little kids or like you know babies whatever uh there is an animated movie out there for everyone and it doesn't have to be 3d 2d there's stop motion there's so many different ways like people are making like felt like uh stop motion with felt and puppetry and all mm. this stuff and for me I, i'd classify that as animation anything that uses like a frame by frame yeah that's animation to me and i'm i'm so excited like uh you were saying guillermo del toro with pinocchio a masterpiece yeah like i like i've watched it so many times already and even though it is a kid's movie it's a it's a kid's fairy so tale, many adult themes in there it yeah. is kind of like heavy it is heavy <laughs> like the first 10 minutes is really heavy yeah it's, it's a lot like and compared to like the disney uh pinocchio like it's so different and yeah. like i said i'm so excited for like what is going to be happening next with the new spider-man with any other animated project that's coming up uh, in the the following years i'm just so excited it is a good time to be an animated fan it is it it's really is time. i'm i'm getting my fill <laughs> yeah for sure i don't think we're gonna have a better ending to this podcast than that and go and support animation guys yeah. seriously go out i there. know i definitely need to catch up on a lot of 
I need to. I need you to write me a list. Oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be like a, a mile long list. <laughs> You'll get through it <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, guys, that is our discussion on uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. We hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much, Fontine, for coming on and talking uh, everything Spider Verse and animation with me. I couldn't have picked a better guest. Um, so thank you very much. Hopefully, we'll be seeing you again on uh, very very soon. Please, guys, do go and check out Fontaine's, uh, Fontaine's work. I'm going to leave her linked in the description box down below. She is an, an amazing artist. Um, she's one of the most talented people I know. Um, so please do go and check out her catalog of work and, uh, yeah, go and support animation. Um, but for now, guys, thank you so much for watching, listening, uh, and I will catch you very soon uh, in the next episode of the Popcorn Podcast. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>